Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Buy and trade. What? Hello and welcome to Control Online, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft, love playing video games, love playing virtual reality, and love getting together with friends. Today is Sunday, February 19th, 2023, and this is episode 783 entitled. Constracts got something special. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my three awesome co-hosts. Hello, Constracts. How are you today? I'm well. I'm just pushing buttons because I forgot to uh, unmute myself. <laughs> it happens, it you know. Happens. You, you're cruising along and you think you're... Uh, Think you got all the buttons pushed, and then you realize that whoops, I didn't turn on the switch this morning when I got up. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm feeling fantastic. How about yourself, Aprilia? I am doing very well. Um, our weather got a little bit colder this week after being up in the 50s, and that was so it was so wonderful. And then boom, back into the cold weather. <laughs> and Curly, how are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling the same weather you are, and it's kind of, it did get cold very quickly, um, but my week was okay. Um, looking forward to a nice long day of work tomorrow, <laughs> but um, we get uh, extra pay because of the holiday, so. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's President's Day. Yep, right. yep, yeah. yep. And Grand Negus, how are you? We don't have a holiday here tomorrow, but okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm doing fine, thank you. You mean you don't celebrate oh, President's Day? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Let me kidding. see. Do we have something that resembles that we have? Uh, um, we have the Queen's birthday in Denmark. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of which, my birthday is next month. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but that's that's kind. It's, it's kind of you guys have. All the president's birthdays, I don't know what uh, you have, Martin Luther King's birthday, uh, holiday. I don't know how many different holidays you have that are related to birthdays. So mm. yeah. uh, Britain has the, what is it, Jubilee thingy, something, Queen's or, or now King's birthday. So, oh, right, right. It, it's nothing out of the ordinary right. that that uh, President's Day is. So I I wouldn't know anything here that is uh, equivalent, equivalent. Yeah. to your President's Day. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, what's going on in World of Warcraft? What, what do we have going on this week? 
Don't everybody I... try once. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't know. Right, you wouldn't know, so... right. But there are a couple of other people who may or may not know. I know it's time walking. Okay. Uh, and so Epic Battlegrounds doing, is... We're still doing Love is in the Air, of course. That yep. ends tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, go ahead. You said Time Walking? Uh, it was uh, Burning Crusade, Time Walking. Mm. And Epic Battlegrounds for the uh, Battlegrounds for the, for the week. And then what's going on in Final Fantasy XIV? In Final Fantasy XIV, we currently don't have anything special going on. We're still waiting for, as I said last week, the date for the next holiday, which is uh, which should be coming up this this coming week. Um, let me just see if they have put something on the on the lodestone, but I can't see anything uh, that is new with regards to to topics. But since it's the twentieth today. And the next holiday should start some time in the 20s, if I remember correctly. It should start uh, sometime in the middle of this upcoming week, I would assume. So, but again, I'm, I'm not too uh, well-versed in what, what holiday that that's going to be, but it's going to be when it eventually comes around. It's going to be a two-week holiday, as as it always is. So we'll just have to look forward to that. Cool beans, excellent. So I guess uh, we should just get started. We have a couple of news things. Oh, okay, go ahead. If, if, I'm sorry. If, if, if I can. Mm -hmm. um, um, we didn't, although we named the last week's episode um, that uh, UK wants to break up uh, ABK, we didn't talk about it somehow. Right. I Right, we got... We, we, we didn't get get around to it, so I just want to quickly for people that haven't followed it uh, summarize it. It's basically the uh, governmental uh, uh, in in Great Britain. Uh, they want to, or they've said that. Uh, Basically, um, that ABK has too much, or, or that that Microsoft would have too much power when it mm. comes to all the, or uh, 
um, to the things that uh, Blizzard brings. Like a monopoly? Um, yeah, it's not a monopoly, but too, too, too much, too large of a market share. Okay. And 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 with the uh, Game Pass that Microsoft has, uh, adding the pool of games that ABK brings uh, to the company into the Game Pass infrastructure, and all that stuff would uh, give Microsoft a. a too big of a market share, too much of a kind of unfair advantage because it's just too much. Um, so that's kind of what what the British are going for. I don't see that they can force the breakup, but it's kind of something where there's probably going to be some repercussions in one form or another. Right. What what those are going to be, we'll just have to see. Um, maybe it's going to delay some things. And with that delay, I would assume uh, we might get another year of Bobby Codex reign which would be most unfortunate in my personal opinion uh, because um, if I remember correctly, he said something to the effect of he's going to step down once this deal is through. And since the deal might not be through at the desired time, he might hang around still for another year or how many, how much ever time they're going to give him. So, yeah, we're going to have to I see. I remember back what... in the day when uh, presidents would take forever to step down from any company. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's a thing where where the the board is is determining deciding um, and voting on if one person or another is going to be uh doing whatever job in this case the uh, the the boss a ceo um so Again, we just have to see. And then we have the other thing uh, from from ABK that is the the issue with um, Mike Ybarra. Oh, that's Blizzard in this case, where he had... He made some unfortunate uh, statements. Well, I really think that that's out of line. Um, I can only speak uh, for myself. Um, So um, 
Yeah, and in light of all of those, uh, the all the other things that have late uh, that lately have been 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 coming up, um, with regards to to the corporate structure and the val uh, what's it called uh, evaluation debate uh, debate or for the 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 people or the bonuses and bonus cuts and whatnot uh it's it's really it's really not nice for people that don't know uh apparently blizzard has cut bonuses for people by a not insignificant amount and, uh, i yeah, it 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 again when when you cut bonuses um most often times I'm not saying always but most often times the board and the higher ups are not as affected because the cost of living is um for for lower people in the in in the in the hierarchy is is more important and for 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 the higher ups if you make a million dollars versus ten thousand dollars or 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 a hundred thousand dollars let's say a million dollars then you can if you if you get thirty a thirty percent cut from your million dollars you can still live a comfortable life if you get thirty percent cut from a hundred thousand it's kind of if you live in a uh, in an area where cost of living is really high, like in California, then it can become an issue. So when you have that kind of a a, a discrepancy, you can basically say that the more money you make, the more unaffected the less affected you are with regards to the to the bonus cuts or to the pay cuts or whatever because bonus is still pay so i don't see this uh, uh as a as a nice thing and especially uh, in light of what uh what mike ibarra said it's kind of tone deaf, in my opinion. But again, that's just me. And uh, it's unfortunately, there have been many of those issues, let's just put it that way, with ABK in uh, lately. So, uh, yeah. Okay, and Final Fantasy fourteen, or uh, in this case, um, Square Enix has uh, released the the or has has made the tickets for Fan Fest twenty twenty three available. Oh, nice! I don't know how how many. There are left for purchase. Uh, uh, 
they went on sale on the 17th. So what was that, Thursday, Friday? Uh, 17th was Friday, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think they said something to the effect of if there are any left, then they would go uh, on sale to the public um, on the 21st of March. Um, you must, you, you have to understand the this seven, uh, February 17th date is for is purchasing is a complete I don't know people say yeah okay it's a way of purchasing a a, a ticket uh, if I remember correctly it's I it's uh, the two uh, tickets per per person per account so um, let me just quickly see um because it's only the NA account oh, the, the the NA uh um fest, fest, that festival that is um unlocked now or, or ready to be purchased because that's the first one that's going to be uh held so the tickets um, are 200 bucks plus taxes and fees as always in the US uh, and they are player exclusive ticket purchase opt-in which means it's basically um, to ensure that we're serv serving the ever-growing community we have worked to create our largest fan festival ever in the U in north uh in, in north america our focus has been on accommodating a much larger audience this time which has led to a desire to revamp the process of purchasing tickets to avoid the the rush and long queues we expect during online ticket sales, we have chosen to simplify the experience by first asking interested players to indicate their desire to purchase tickets by opting into a random drawing. During this period, players with active subscriptions who possess a North American Square Enix account simply need to register their desire to purchase via our application form while it is available. That is kind of convoluted in my opinion and it's not fair. It's nice that they want to accommodate it. But imagine me wanting to go to FanFest NA. I cannot mm. under those rules because I don't have an NA account. So if 
technically, if everyone, or, or no, if all tickets are um, are sold with within this uh, reference, we want to we would like to have a a ticket. Then there is nothing left, right? Right. For for other people that don't have an account, that don't live in the in the N in the NA area. So the same thing. If 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 NA people want to come to to uh, to the EU. It's the same thing. Uh, if you want to buy a ticket, you have to have an active subscription. That means you have to at least sub to the game to be able to be eligible to buy a ticket. <laughs> wow. I mean, I understand I why, but it seems, yeah. Again, I understand why... It's a much smoother uh, way of doing it, but it's unfair to all those that don't meet the criteria. Right. I totally understand why they're doing it that way. It's just they're eliminating potential ticket buyers. And that's the thing that I can stand behind. So, yeah. It's a thing where you can't uh, you can't make everyone happy, but yeah. Again, so it's not it's not perfect, but uh, yeah. But at least you have the chance to to get a ticket, uh, and it's not that uh, you have to sit at your computer like you had with 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 BlizzCon right right and refresh, tap reload refresh, all the time refresh. yeah refresh reload whatever yeah, yeah exactly and you can go from like second place in line to 800th place in line yep <laughs> yep yeah the the two times no out of the four times I've been um, at Blizz, uh, at BlizzCon, I've never gotten a ticket myself. Oh. I've always had help getting um, it. I've always had people uh, that had tickets. Like extra extra that on purpose bought ticket extra yeah. tickets extra or that I found on the internet like through friends that 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 uh, were willing to, to to sell the ticket to me so, so that's that's a thing where yeah um so anyway um the uh, pen festival is going to to be July 28th and 29th in Las Vegas. 
So if you want, if you always wanted to go to Las Vegas, now you have one more reason. If you're a Final Fantasy fourteen fan, sure player. Yep. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about with regards to Final Fantasy fourteen is that. Uh, the soundtrack, uh, the OST from um, from the last expansion from Shadowbringers has now been made available on selected on selected streaming services in its entirety. So, what you get in Final Fantasy fourteen is you get the original soundtrack from the from the initial expansion, and then whenever a patch comes out, the five or six selected songs that become part of the original soundtrack get added as a EP as a mini packet uh, for purchase initially, and then eventually. They get added to streaming services, and now they've they've put them out as one all-encompassing album. So you don't have to go through through the streaming services anymore. You can now just search for "Death Unto Dawn." That's what it's called, and that's the Final Fantasy. 14 original soundtrack for Shadowbringers. Um, I've put a link into the uh, article on the Lodestone. Um, you just click the banner that's in the in the show notes, the big black banner, Death Unto, uh, Unto Dawn, and you can see the article. And that's what I have for news. If there's nothing else, no one else has anything that we can get to our weeks. Okay. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's um, very comforting. <laughs> Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how's your week in gaming? Well, I uh, I kind of took a break from Mech Warrior Five last week. I wanted to stream some uh, some uh, Crown Chemical route, route runs because I thought, oh, you know, if it should drop this year, then I should be streaming when it drops. And I I had a lot of nights where I was. Uh, sleeping in my chair and the stream was watching me sleep and curly not curly big g was in there duvisay was in there watching me sleep oh then uh, warp warp productions came in there brought in a raid i'm sleeping and like he's so focused <laughs> whoops and uh, they're coming to see me play mech warrior but i'm i'm doing world of warcraft uh Crown doing Chemical. A, a nightmare on elm street and then uh, I'm like so discouraged because it's not dropping. So I'm like, ugh. 
I'm going to go stream classic. And uh, so I stream classic. I'm in Stormwind, and this guy on a big love rocket comes up. And I'm like, what the what? You got it in classic? And I can't get the damn thing to drop on retail. So I'm like, fine. I'll do a guide on professions for classic so people know how to make gold. So I started streaming tailoring. And I said, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to go to this city, you got to go to Darnassus. You got to make Greenland embracers. People are like, WTF. I have like, I have like 10 people in my stream. Next day, I know I have like 40 people in my stream, but they're not, they're not actual people, people. They're bots. Oh. I've got one live person in my stream and the rest are restreaming because I've, I'm streaming about professions and everyone wants to know how to do professions. So that they're doing it. They're, Restreaming my stream to their stream so that um, <laughs> prof- profession gets like an overhaul or whatever for classic. Yeah, they're hosting. They want they want to see what this per- thing is about the profession. So I got like forty five people streaming about professions in classic because nobody has any gold. So I tell them, I say you always, always, always watch trade chat on your server. Said. So, it might not be important when you play retail to watch trade chat, but when you're playing classic, if somebody asks for something and you respond quickly, you can make gold. So anyway, this one guy, is, uh, I guess he saw me on the stream. He wanted to join the, uh, the Pagel server, so he made a guild bank, and he moved this tune over, and he has like 10,000 gold. Like, Wow. You have 10,000 gold and you move into Pagel. He's like, yeah, there's about 100 people to follow behind me. Oh, all right. So you, he's moving a big guild from a dead server because the Alliance hoarded balance on that server. Nobody's happy. So they're moving over to Pagel. And um, uh, I'm doing live in Pride Tavern. So I, uh, I said, well, what are you doing? Because I'm making a guild bank. I go, how many signatures do you need? He goes, three. I go, I got three accounts. You want some signature? He goes, could, could you? He goes, that's dope. <laughs> I, I got three accounts, man. I'm okay. So uh, so I signed this guild charter twice. So he gave me 20 gold. And that that's a lot of gold in classics. So yeah. what I, did is I, went to, I went up to the guild bank and I put 11 gold back in. So I, like, I don't need all that gold in classic. I want to show people how to do it. Normally, so I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to uh, to explain to people how they can make gold, signing guild charters and whatnot. And uh, you run from the human starting area. You make a boring old human. You run to a storm wind. It takes about a minute because you're on foot. You run seven yards a second, so it takes about a minute to get to storm wind. And the guy is usually standing in the same spot, just begging and begging for signatures. And they pay 10 gold, which in classic, one gold is a lot of gold. So when they give you 10 gold for a signature, just take it. Make a guild, make an alt, and then just have all the human professions. And then you have every man for himself, which is great in PvP because you can get out a lot of stuff. So I'm in Stormwind, and he's making a guild, and uh, I go to bags. And uh, he goes, it's a big guild coming. He goes, I, I don't need anything. I just need a guild bank. I go, well, I can't see anything in the guild bank. 
He goes, I'll give you some privileges later. Okay. So I went, um, I went back to my tailor and I kept on doing stuff. And I got, I maxed out my tailoring. I maxed out the 75 because you, you have to be a certain level to, to rank up. So I'm in Stormwind. I maxed out my tailoring. If I make any more backs, I don't get any skill up points. And it actually costs gold. So I spent like 13 gold buying cloth. And I can now make Greenland bracers because Greenland bracers back in classic are very important because you can enchant those bracers, put them up on the auction house and get some of your gold back to level something else. So I'm making linen bracers. I'm making uh, light leather. I'm buying leather scraps. I'm explaining to people, you don't buy out stuff in classic. You put in a low bid and if it sells, if it's the timer runs out, you get all that stuff for next to nothing. So you can disenchant stuff. And then I say, uh, you buy the strange dust and the, the enchanting vendor, it costs you seven silver. That strange dust is going to net you 25 to 40 silver. So you buy for seven silver, you get your silver back two, three, five times what you invest from the vendor prices. I used to do that. I used to have the uh, alts in all the different cities just parked at the enchanting vendor, just buying strange dust for seven silver. And if you don't have any silver, what you do is you collect cloth to sell the cloth on the auction house. With the gold you get from the auction house, you buy strange dust. Then you sell the strange dust for one gold. So it costs you seven silver, you sell it for one gold. <laughs> There's a whole mechanic that twists and turns to, to it that you can do to make gold when you start up with very little and uh i'm making a few things i'm getting a few sales and then i run to run out of rested xp so i'm like what do i do do i keep leveling this profession stream that's gonna take me hours to level a few levels because at that point you don't have rested xp so i'm like well i'll make a i'll, I'll make a, a rogue and then I saw, oh, it's the last day of Valentine's, so love is in the air. So classic heroic edition is 25% off. I'll buy a boost. So I can boost one of my characters to 70. And I listed in the show notes, you can see there's about 13 screenshots. Uh, when you buy Lich King Classic, the epic upgrade, you get the Tuscar Shore Glider, which is a flying mount. It looks pretty. I put a Worgen on it. And when you, you go to Darnassus and you go to um, the innkeeper, he gives you all that stuff in your bags. So you just accept the quest, you cash in the quest, you get XP, and you get uh, I, I boosted my, uh, my uh, Okahondras, my blacksmith um, minor rogue i boosted her there she is before the boost and then after the boost you can see on the the the, the loading screen the level 70 boost i circled it in red so it asks you you cannot undo this change so when you're going to boost a character you pick one not change your mind and pick a different one it doesn't work that way once you boost it it's un un changeable that's all your one boost you get a hundred gold in your bags which a hundred gold is like 
50,000 gold in retail. It's a lot of gold. You also get a free epic mount of that is flying, so you can fly in Outland right away. You also oh, nice. get an epic riding mount, which is ground, so you ride at 100% riding speed right away. You don't have to pay for that. You can... Uh, get a few dungeons and if you want to be a guide it shows you this is something they've taken from final fantasy 14 if you want to be the uh, party leader in a dungeon they expect you it says indicates that you're welcome new players it's your group and are willing to act as a guide for them so that means you tell people where to go in the dungeon you're familiar with the dungeon and basically um, i went out to the rogue trainer and the rogue trainer basically mails you all your gear from your old character back into your bags. So if there's something in your bags that you had to equip that you don't want to lose, it's still there. Uh, let me zoom in on this picture here for a second. It's got a caption. Epic flying. No, epic ground mount, epic flying mount. You get two weapons. So if you think back to classic in Lich King days, you couldn't find a agility swords for love and her money. It was hard to find daggers for level 70. There was nothing there unless you crafted it yourself from blacksmithing. Oh. So they don't force you to find those. They give it to you for free. You get two swords if you want to be a combat rogue, or you get two daggers if you want to be assassination. You also get four times 14 slot bags. Those are the bags from the... Um, Traveler's Thunder Mammoth. They do. They are not bind on equip. You can use them, and when you're done with them, you get bigger bags. You can mail them to your alts. So that's 56 slots that you can use on any character in your account that you can mail to yourself. So that's a, actually a really good deal just for the bag, because bags are expensive in classic. Yeah, room slots, bags are not bound. That's right. That's a lot. That's right. Oh, yeah. The other bag that's not bound is a moon cloth, but that one requires tailoring 300, and there's a special place you have to go to get the recipe. And you can only do moon cloth in a moon well, which is means either fighting PvP as if you're an undead, or you have to go to Darnassus or somewhere where you can find a moon well. I uh, was running from Stormwind because I wanted to go to north Rend to see if i had my epic flying or my north cold weather flying and back in the day you couldn't fly to the uh the boat in stormwind you had to ride your mount and i did that thing where the boat's pulling away as i'm approaching the dock and i'm leaping and that's one cool thing i saw in aprilian uh uh playing her game the other day is She's leaping, and the hands are stretched out, and she's grabbing onto the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, like, so cool. That is, like, and, the best mechanic in any game I've ever seen. And what really feels good is your body's muscles are actually yeah, engaged. Yeah. Yeah. i like, oh, my God, she's going to miss. And then the hands reached out, and she grabbed the wall as she's jumping. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, I did that with my rogue. I'm in Stormwind and I'm jumping with my mount. And if I miss, I land in the water and I landed right on the corner of the boat on, on the, like the lip of the, uh, the step. And I was just barely on the boat and I was holding on to, 
Because if I if I do it wrong, I fall in the water and I have to wait for the next boat. So I, I, it's countless times when you're in storm wind and the classic, you miss the boat by like a split second and you have to wait for the next boat. And then you see her on the dock. She's there. Um, you get a scroll in your bag. You can hearth to Menonville Harbor when you boost or you can hearth the storm wind. And when you hearth the storm wind, there's a person there to turn in the quest for her thing. So you don't have to walk around looking for all these quests to turn in. They put it right there when you hearth with the scroll that you could turn in your quest right away. So the quest giver, the rogue trainer, doesn't force you to go all the way back to the rogue quarters. And I was looking for the riding trainer. The riding trainer is not in Stormwind. If you need to ride a horse, you have to go all the way to Eastvale Logging Camp, which is a heck of a trek. So it's it's better yeah. to get your riding in Darnassus if you're a night elf. However, I was a rogue. I didn't want to go to Ironforge. I didn't have to train. I already had the training when I, I logged in. I had uh, riding 150, which you have the flying in Outland. So mm-hmm. riding 75 is the basic 60%. Then... There's something in between for um, riding 100%. I think it's when you level up to 40. And then at level 60, you can train for flying unless you're a druid. A a druid, you can train for flying at level 58. And when I got to Outline, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go get all the flight paths. You don't. They give it to you free. So all the flight paths are included. When I went to Northrend, I didn't have any of the flight paths because I don't have the flying. So if I want to go to Dalaran, I got to get a mage to teleport me. It's going to cost me something. Because mages have to use reagents. And typically, they don't do it for free. They have to pay <laughs> silver or copper or whatever the reagents. So they charge you for the whatever for the rooms, uh, port, yeah. port that you want. And if you if you tr- try to rip off a mage, they'll just pour, port you to old Dalaran. And then you fall down the crater and die. So don't. <laughs> Don't try to rip off the mages. They they got tricks up their sleeves. You click on the portal, you're dead. You fall to your death. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of fun in classics. So uh, then I'm like, uh, I'm out of rest at XP, and I really want to level my tailor. And I'm doing this guide for people learning the auction house in classic. I'm saying, watch trade chat. And I'm like, okay, chat room is 5.15 in the morning. I'm tired. I'm going to go play retail for a little bit. So I logged on to my main, and I logged on to my character on Clan of Darkness, Constructs 11. And I hit the queue on both of them. My main queue popped as my uh, my paladin on Earthen Ring. The queue popped a few seconds later. So I'm fighting both. I'm fighting both uh, Crown Chemical at the same time, just pushing buttons and going out tab to the other one, and pushing buttons and going out tab to the other one. And then my main is fighting and fighting. If I, and the more gear you have, it seems the slower they die, so the scaling's mm-hmm. wrong, which is stupid. If you have more gear, you should be killing them faster. But unfortunately, Blizzard's done that thing where the higher level you are, the more gear you have the more health pool the mob you're trying to kill has. So it actually takes long. The, the higher level you are, the longer it takes to kill anything. Because once you get to max level, your gear power drops to 1% over the damage you were doing before. 
which is exactly what they did when you would hit max level in classic. You would climb all the way to max level and from level 79 to level 80, all of a sudden your oh, crit yeah, yeah, yeah. zero. Right, they yeah. do that thing where they, they bring in mastery and if you don't have mastery, all of a sudden nothing works anymore. All yeah, your yeah. old crit gear no longer does any damage. All your PvP gear is good for the garbage. Everything all of a sudden is garbage. So I got the max level. I got the good gear. I threw away all my raid gear for the previous expansion. All of a sudden, I can't kill anything. Yeah, yeah. This is great. So now I have to go get LFR gear or raid gear to be able to kill green mobs, which is stupid. Mm. Thanks, Blizzard. Thanks for not not uh, giving us the opportunity to one-shot stuff anymore. You want us to do the snail snail maneuver. That's kind of what I'm why I, I kind of hate retail now and I want to go back to classic is because I, I'm finding all these quality of lives things being removed to make it like the old Blizzard and it's like that's old Blizzard was old that, that was like I started playing in 2009 that was 14 years ago I if I want to play something from 14 years ago I go play classic I don't play retail. I don't try to walk backwards in the snow uphill both ways while rolling down the hill and <laughs> in front of an avalanche. But anyway, so I'm in retail. I'm in the Crown Chemical Dungeon, and the, the mob dies. Everybody leaves the dungeon in like a split second because they don't get their drop. And then I'm finishing my fight with Constructs 11, the pally, and then as, as I'm wrapping up, I'm like, it's going to take me five five minutes to kill this mob. I might as well go see what I got dropped on Constructs 1, my main. Mm. And I clicked, and there it was, the purple box. The purple box with the 0.03% item that everybody wants, that nobody gets, that everybody screams. Samory Jones got it two days ago, and I got it this morning at 5. 16 a.m. Congratulations. The big love rocket. The big love rocket. The X45 heartbreaker. It's there. It's mine. My precious. <laughs> I was on the stream and everybody saw me. Yeah, it's done. It's done. I never have to come back to this dungeon ever again unless I'm tanking for somebody. <laughs> like, uh, and everybody on my stream saw it all. 45 people who are also restreaming to their chat room. And they saw it live. It happens. It does happen. And then I tweet, I tweeted a brilliant right away. Yeah. I tweeted Grand Nagus. I tweeted Simri. Simri, like two seconds later, she's like, like, because she's on in Australia, whatever time it is. And uh, that, that grind is done. It's like, it took me 12 years to get that drop. The first two years, wow. I tried to go in there. Somebody screamed atrocities at me because I was doing really crappy DPS. I didn't didn't know about poisons, didn't know about sharpening your weapons, didn't know about <laughs> drinking agility potions. I was not eating food. I refused to learn cooking back then because I thought, well, that's the dumbest profession ever. I have the chef title, so whatever. <laughs> Change tune on that one. So... Now I'm in classic and I'm going back and I'm doing all those hard things that I used to do. Mm. And 
people are like, will someone come and sit me so I could do the, uh, the uh, picnic in Dalaran for 20 gold? People refuse to do the what a strange trip it's been because they, they're so mad that they have to do that again to save 5,000 gold. Mm. And it's like, no, we used to do it just, just for giggles. I did it on three different characters because I wanted to see, is it possible to do it on a holy priest? Is it possible to do it on a red paladin? Is it possible to do it on a warrior? Is it possible to do it on a DK? I got, I got flying mastery three times for free. Well, if you consider, you know, 30, 40 hours of grinding dungeons and PVP and whatnot to get all those achievements on that one character. And then when you right-clicked on the mount, you learn Flying Mastery. You save yourself 5,000 gold. So I got that three times. So imagine how many characters. I would prepare a month ahead of time to have enough cake, to have enough eggs, to have enough of all the different mats to do all the different things mm. so I could get Flying Mastery. And now I'm doing it again. I don't care about the world events. So all that time that I would invest on world events, I can spend it on profession to teach other people how to do it. I can stream it. I could do whatever I want. I got lots of things to do. I'm no longer chained to retail. So I, I could just walk away from the game. I have my thinking power back. Like before, I would just be so tired all the time because I spend five, six, seven hours doing the auction house, running dungeons, gathering mats, trying to figure this out, trying to figure that out. I uh, downsized. I had I had 1.5 million gold, then I had 800,000 gold, then I had 300,000 gold, now I have 260,000 gold. I donated stuff. I donated one of my friends, he's been playing since vanilla, since the game came out, he doesn't have a vendor mount. Oh, like how he goes, I've never had more than 30,000 gold. Never. Mm. He's been playing since vanilla that doesn't care about the auction house. So I said, come with me. He goes, where are we going? I go Stormwind. He goes, what's there? I go, I'm there. I'll summon you. I'll be there in a couple minutes. I go, I don't have time. I don't have five minutes to wait for you. So I Grab one of my level two alts and I grab my paladin and I summoned him and he's there instantly. Oh, what are we doing? I go, you're taking stuff in your bags and you're saving it and you're going to give gifts. So I gave him a vial of the sands because I asked him if he could fly. He goes, I don't have, I don't have a passenger mount. I go, well, I need the mounts in uh, retail, but I don't want to look for them and I don't want to do anything. So when you get flying, come and fly me around. So I gave him a vial of the sands and I gave him a spare one. I go, if your wife or your son wants to play with you, give them the mount. Just give it to them. And then I go, don't try to sell it. I go, it's worthless now. It's it, You make 100 gold on the vial of the sands. They, they, they destroyed that market. So I gave him a vial of the sands and I looked at his mounts. He doesn't have a sky golem. I gave him a sky golem and... Uh, so he got two vials of the sands, one for himself, one for somebody else. He gave him sky golem, so I told him to learn it. And I go, you don't have a vendor mount? He goes, no. So he has to run to the vendor every time he wants to sell something. What a waste of time. 
17, 20 years of running to the vendor. I can't imagine. Mm. So I said, come to Kun Lai. He goes, what's there? Okay, just come to Kun Lai. He goes, uh, where do we go? I go, listen, I'll just bring one of my mages. It's too complicated to explain. So I brought a mage. I poured it into Veil of Eternal Blossoms. And uh, he goes, I can't see you. It's phased because of the the Shaw infested. Then the Shaw infested became the um, the missions in battle for Azeroth to get the reputation for the corrupted to this to that. So we can't see each other. I go, listen, it's too complicated to explain what to do. I said, just take the flight path to one keg because I don't have the flight path. I go, okay, listen, you should be able to climb on your mount and take off and fly to me. So <laughs> he had to fly by hand. He had to get on his griffin or his uh, his uh, other mount, and, and he had to literally hold the mouse and glide all the way to one tank to get the flight path. He goes, what are we doing now? I go, we're going across Bazaar. He goes, okay. I was going to take him on my mount, but it would have been too long to explain to him what to do. So I just said, just follow me. So we're in a party. He followed me to one keg. I said, there's the Grand Expedition Yak. He goes, I don't have 120K. I opened the trade window to him. I put 120K in the trade window. He hit cancel. I said, just <laughs> take it. Just <laughs> don't make me wait. Just take it by the mount. Don't buy the other mounts. They're useless. So he has 149 mounts. He never had a passage amount. Never had a chopper. His son made one chopper. He, he learned it. He didn't sell them and make a living for himself. He learned a chopper right away. Never made another one. So he's got the uh, Grand Expedition Jack. You have to learn to eject the passengers so you can carry two allies because this is useful when you start in an area you can't fly. You can take your friends with you to carry them to where they got to go. So I showed him how to eject the passengers. Then I said, Get on your sandstone drake. He goes, what's that? You go, violet sand turns into sandstone drake. That's your passenger mount. Mm. So I took him by the hand, bit by bit. He bought the Grand Expedition Yak, and then the Shaw popped up. Oh, cool. We got to go kill the Shaw. He took a minute and a half to get on the, his mount, the flying mount. He wasn't paying attention to chat. We got there, and Shaw's dead. He goes, I'm sorry. I go, don't be sorry. I go, he's be, he'll be back in 15 minutes. I go, I'm just going to stay here. I go, let's take a few screenshots. I'll put a screenshot in the show them of him on his uh, Grand Expedition Yak, me on the Violent Sands. Then we switched around. I got on the Grand Expedition Yak. He got on, on the, uh, the Sandstone Drake. And basically, I remember the day I was going to quit WoW back in 2010. I was having a really, really crummy week and I was on vacation and I just bought dual specialization on my priest after buying dual specialization on my robe. And I thought, I'm just wasting time in this game. There's never anybody to help me. Boring, boring, boring. And he came on his DK and goes, what are you up to? And I told him, I said, I don't know what to do. 
He goes, I don't understand. I told, he's a, he's a co-worker. He's a friend of mine. I said, I put in all this work and nobody ever wants to play with me. I said, it's the MMO that is solo play for me, for everything I want to do. It's so boring. And he, uh, he said, here, take a hundred gold. And you know, that a hundred gold I made, I turned that into 12 million gold. Just from that one act of kindness, he turned it around for me and I spent the next 10 years helping other people learn stuff about the game, how to make gold, how to cut gems, uh, giving away glyphs. People always want the glyphs, but they never want to pay for them. So I just give them away. I remember in Pandaria, I made about 3 million gold making the fortune cookies. Because the fortune cookie, when you ate them, you got a card. One of the cards that would pop up, there was like a 0.2% chance. It would say, you're going to be rich. And the, the, the paper would be worth 5,000 gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Buy the fortune cookies, hoping for that card to get the fortune cookie back. And I would sell. It would cost me literally. Whiptail was worthless. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wanted to farm that stuff. But uh, you could farm it for hours and hours and hours and level all your herbalists. And I'm I'm really looking forward to Cataclysm coming back. Cataclysm, that is going to be my golden age right back to where I was. And all my professions. I'm going to have all my professions leveled for Cataclysm when it comes out. Right out of the gate, I'll be gunning for uh, the fangs of the father on my rogue because I, I always wanted to go. But every time I wanted to raid, I got told, we already have a rogue. We don't need you. So uh, I'm playing with Lion's Pride Cavern Guild on Pagel, and it's the best possible guild for Alliance that you could ever hope for. Everybody's friendly. Everybody talks, chit-chat is, uh, the guild chatter is alive, whether there's two people in there or whether there's 50 people in there. It's always friendly people to talk to. It's the best, the best of the best. And uh, just before I was, I was thinking of moving my guild from Thorian Brotherhood to, um, to Dragonblight, where the Lion's Pride Tavern is, and just leave my server behind and all my friends from that server. Two days ago, my guildmaster logged on. I haven't seen him in three to five years. We haven't. We we used to go out for dinner, and I'm like so happy to for him to come back for me to give the guild back into his control because I've I've been a guildmaster, but I never wanted that job. I never wanted to make decisions about Guildmaster, so I'm uh, I'm happy to give the guild control back to him when he comes back. And uh, that's been my week. I'm having lots of fun. I'm looking forward to uh, Classic becoming um, Cataclysm. As I said, that's my been my best expansion ever. I'll be looking for the recipe for Violet Sands for sure. And uh, I've just started a mage because I want to be able to port people for free. And that's been my week. Awesome. And congratulations on getting the love rack rocket. <laughs> that's no big. Kidding, huh? That's yep. way big. Good job. Yeah.
Hello, Control Lord. Wow, it's Curly here. Uh, or should I say, hello, Conqueror? This is going here. Calling with my adventures, and I can't do a big D. I just can't right now. Yeah. Hello, Control Alt Control Alt Wow. Yes, this is Curly. Curly, how's your weekend gaming been? Uh, pretty late, actually. Um, still getting used to the new work schedule, uh, but. <clears throat> I was able to uh, take advantage of some of the time walking dungeons. Um, and I always seem to get um, the one with all the flowers. Um, the, uh, Did you get any pets or any mounts? No, I never get anything like that. I, um, I, I, uh, I got um, Drake of the West Wind from the Cataclysm one in uh, Akir or whatever, the uh, Vortex Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was fighting a dragon. The, the Drake of the West Wind dropped. Oh, I think I think the one I did get was in the um, the Molten Core. <gasps> What'd you get? Yeah, what'd I you get? I, I it was like four or five years ago. I can't remember. But you, I know it's awful. I didn't even notice. Oh wow! Somebody, somebody I was in a group with was like, "Dude, congratulations!" And I'm like, "What? What? What? Um, <laughs> why? Um, I wanted, why?" I know I'm terrible, um, but uh, I think it's called the Arboretum. Wow! Yeah, no, the 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 dungeon that I almost always get in during the Burning Crusade time. Oh, yeah. um, and I, I mean, I like Burning Crusade dungeons. Um, oh, but I, we don't know that's the that's the Botanica. Oh, Botanica. That's a, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, you know that's. When I started playing was halfway through Burning Crusade, um, mm -hmm. uh, but had no idea what I was doing until Cataclysm, um, and uh, which is funny because you know uh, Construct said that as well. But uh, I remember I, I I don't know why all the hate for Cataclysm. I love oh. that year and stuff. No, oh, I, I well I didn't like I got I would get lost a lot, but um, yeah. you know that's when I finally figured out how to play. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was healing, which I never thought I would be able to do. Um, Are you still on, on your son? Your Sandra? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Cool. Um, and, you know, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, yeah, I have no hate for Cataclysm at all. That's when I first started, well, when I started doing Raid Finder. Um, you, you know what? That one of my favorite fights in uh, Cataclysm was Spine of Deathwing. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I, yep, I was yep. that was the most incredibly fantastic. My numbers were through the roof on my rogue because the training dummies did a whole episode on combat rogue, and I followed that to the letter. That was so so good. Yeah, um, and it was just fun. I mean, once you figured out what you're doing, you know, um, you know, it's just a lot more easy to have fun with, and then. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Spine of Deathwing I thought was was a lot of fun. Um, but what what else did I do this week? Oh, um, I'm still trying to I'm trying to learn rogues. I'm trying to learn melee. Um, I'm terrible at melee, so I have my warriors, my rogues, my enhancement shaman, shaman. <laughs> shaman. I, I say shaman. Say you say shaman. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's um, dance. And um, the new the survival um, hunter. Mm. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's, it really is, it's hard for me. Um, I, I didn't realize how much I would have defaulted to, uh, ranged, you know, you just point and you hit a button or you, you know, you target it, you hit a button, um, you know, in melee, you have to get it to stand still, um, you know, to hit it. So that's a curve for me. But, um, if, if you tank, you're looking at the boss's crotch. If you, uh, rogue, you look at his butt. <laughs> I mean, tanking, I mean, I, I learned how to tank a while back. Well, quote, quote, learned how to tank. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I'm like a, what, like a blitz tank. Like you just run in and collect and then you do all your stuff to keep the aggro and, you know, then your defensive abilities. Um, although I have in later times learned the value of a good um, line of sight pull. um which can actually make things a lot easier but uh strathholm i think strathholm is the one where is that that the one where you have all the different sections you go to yeah okay Um, yeah yeah i don't like that one it's a great place to learn how to yeah yeah um kind of get your tanking down yeah Um, and it moves really fast yeah and um other other like other kind of mini bosses have different abilities that you have to deal with. And, you know, there are ranged creatures over there and melee over there. And, you know, you really have to keep, uh, keep your my, uh, eye on what's going on everywhere. Um, and uh, where else is good for line of sight? Um, Lich King. Um, oh my God. The hall of reflections. What the hell yeah. was that? Yeah, Why yeah. would they put that there? Every, it was like three hours of wiping on the first room. Yeah, then um, those those big tall guys. Yeah, those that yeah, and that's another thing too. If you don't know what you're doing, you just everyone's gonna wipe. Everyone's gonna wipe. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, those dungeons are so much fun. Um, I think, um, you know, uh, I, we used to do them night after 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 night. But you know, four, I still four to five fun. hours every night, and then sleep in an hour or two, then go to work. Yeah. Yeah. And um and learning battlegrounds at the same time, so that was oh, cool. yeah. but, was what um, was your favorite battleground back in the day? Your go I your go to for uh, having fun. Twin Peaks. Oh, really? Twin Peaks. I like that one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm. Um, I mean, it's it's essentially Warsaw Gulch, you know, but just on a different map. Yeah, like, yeah. I like the map a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. But uh, yeah, I, I hate how much I love battlegrounds because you know you, you do get your your rear end handed to you most of the time, but um, they are just so much so much fun. I um, I think if you do a little bit of two two v twos first to get a little bit of gear, like the conquest gear, you're come out so much ahead if you just have the one weapon for it. You know what's funny? I I don't get arena like. You 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 count down. You go in in ten seconds. Everyone is dead. Like how is that fun? <laughs> the, 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 idea, the idea is to wait your opponent out into. Um, if you can get the fatigue, because then the healing doesn't work properly. So oh. you you have to drag out the fight. You don't want to run into them. They're waiting for you for running into them. They pop their defensive. And after you plow all your best attacks into them, then it's just going on the offensive and you got nothing left to defend with. Yeah. 
So the right. idea is never, ever go straight in. Always run to an obstacle, then run around the obstacle, then run around to the next obstacle, then run around to the next obstacle. And then when the healing goes down 5%, yeah, that doesn't the healer like can't keep either, up. <laughs> because when you think about it, the healer is geared to re- re- heal a raid. He can heal 25 people. So if you just give him one person to heal, there's nothing you can do to the guy. Yeah, that doesn't sell. I mean, arena just basically isn't my thing. Um, yeah. You know, um, I, I like it every now and then. It's just to kind of we we get to you know we get whooped and we laugh about it and you know you know that kind of thing. But it, it's just really not my thing. Battlegrounds, yes. Uh, Epic Battlegrounds, sure. World PvP, I just can't get my my head around either because um, it feels like it's either you against twenty people or you against twenty people. Um, and you know, um, I remember getting um, uh, ganked and camped. <laughs> did, did you ever? Did you ever get the "Not in My House" achievement? Yes. Yep. That yeah. is like the most fantastic achievement in the game. They, um, you, they have control of the flag, and you kill them right before they score. They yeah. 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 No, that's very that's, satisfying. Um, not so, not so fast, or something like that. The achievement's called. Well, and then like um, in the mines, uh, the uh, if you flip the cart just before it goes in, if you capture the cart rather just before it goes in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, I know. It's like it's like right on the tip of my tongue. It's right at the end, and then you kill the one person walking the cart. Yep. And then the 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 color changes like as just as, as, the, as the jaws are closing around the cart. Right, right. That is also very satisfying. Another um, another good one uh, is um, that uh, that horrible horrible battleground I always lose in um, the, the island, the farm, and the stable, and the uh, mine. Oh, Arathi Basin? Arathi Basin. The way you win by only 40 resources. And then it's like we had it cough, cough. Uh, we, we had it all along. along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so good. That was a very satisfying achievement. I <laughs> usually you win by a hair, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, yeah. And um, a lot of times if you're up against a um, pre-made, then you, you just can't win. Um, you know, yeah. You really can't win against the pre-made, but but um, I'm also trying to I I, I I streamline professions on my tunes. I don't really create. I just gather and yeah, yeah. sell everything. Um, but even those, um, one of the things I always noticed about being being an altaholic is that you know um, uh, you know some of the things that have to go by the wayside for me, it's professions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I never really leveled up my professions. It can be very relaxing, actually, just to kind of trot around and, you know, mine and herb and skin and all that good stuff. Um, but um, I didn't realize how much money there was to be made at the beginning of an expansion. Oh, my mats. goodness. I've had to buy some of those maps, the three-star maps. Yeah. Three-star yeah. maps. Those are like 100 gold each if you get some of those. I know, yeah. So you can make a lot of money. Um, but I also forget, you know, how they have the new profession, like you can specialize and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I totally forgot. Totally forgot oh, about no. that. I had all these points waiting to be spent. Um, yeah. I made that mistake as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But so, but yeah, so again, it was a light week of WoW, um, but I was able to do some things that I like, and I enjoyed myself very much nonetheless. Very nice. Yep, and now I'm roguing in Battlegrounds as, uh, and actually did really good. <laughs> do you have a, do you have haste versatility on your gear, or what? What do you favorite spec? Favorite stats? Um, I, I go by, um, I go. It's a, a haste first mass haste haste first mass and crit. Haste first. The gear is worth uh, three or four times what the other gear is worth on the uh, AH because. All the tanks want um, haste mastery. Yeah. But all the DPS classes, everybody who wears leather, like the monks and whatnot, they all want haste versatility. It was worth three or four times if you can craft that that gear with a consistent um, drop rate on haste versatility. I think it's called Aurora. The they don't have that... those names anymore. Yeah, they do. I've I've looked at the 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 starter gear and the PSM that doesn't have the Aurora name anymore. Um, I don't. Maybe it's the retail. I'm look. I'm looking at the wrong section or whatnot. Or lower gear or something, but but yeah, no. Um, I use um the site I use to check all my stuff is uh what is it? AskMrRobot.com. No, it's. Uh, Murloc. Oh yeah, I you use have Murloc. To, you have to send me that. I have to look at that. All right, I will. I, I suck at PvP now. I used to be okay. I suck. <laughs> but that's <laughs> my week in WoW, folks. Nice. Awesome. Oh, excellent. Oh, oh, how you doing? I get giddy and love making mini alts. My dog is trying to poop for the horn and for the alliance. It was funny on my head. And Aprilian, how was your week in gaming? Oh, I have just been having so much fun. First of all, I I played some Population 1, and I realized, I think I talked about this last week, that I'm not really big on PvE. There's a whole bunch of controversy about the fact that um, some people seem to be able to find you no matter what you're doing. Um, like say you're in a corner somewhere and somebody in another group just comes straight to where you are. And I, um, I follow Population One on Facebook and there's been a lot of talk about that. Some people debate that <clears throat> people are hearing footsteps or maybe they're extrapolating. Okay, so you were here, therefore you... So, I, I was in a squad, and I could not keep track of where other people were. Where other teams dropped down, it was very hard to watch where they were. So, this whole thing about maybe they just know that you were there, and you couldn't have... You can go, there's so many places you could go. And at this particular time, I actually went up inside a building and was hanging from the roof in a corner. And the guy came right in and shot me. And, I mean, I don't, 
I don't know my feelings on that. First of all, if you are cheating, how are you enjoying that? Is this something you're doing and then you sit back and you're... Well, I, get, I always get visions of that guy from World of... Um, not Make Love, Not Warcraft. Yeah. The, the guy with the pizza box is sitting there destroying everybody. And, okay, you could be more skilled. Everybody can be more skilled. But just going in... And I was with two other people, and then we managed to get to the to somebody to revive us. Um, the other, it was three people, of course. That's a squad. And the third person was over in a safe place. And when we got to, by the time we got over to him, we got revived. We were pretty much knocked out pretty quickly. So what I've been doing is um, co-op bot battles. Which you're playing against NPCs, PVE versus PVP, and and that that was fun. Except and kudos to Big Box, the bots are now a lot smarter. They actually they before they were kind of like just run towards you and you could shoot them. They're now ducking behind stuff. They're now doing things that normally we we weren't expecting from bot. So now it's challenging and it's still fun. And, and I'm playing with other people. Of course, if I'm just wanting to go against uh, bots or non-human players, I could play a game that wasn't multiplayer. But, you know, I still like, you know, hearing other people's voices. I like... Um, what are you doing, Constracts? <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, what's going on? Like Warrior 5. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Back Back Warrior 5. Warrior 5. Oh, my goodness. Okay, all right. I just want to show people what it looks like. Okay. That's interesting. I'm sorry. It, it caught my eye, and then I, I was not uh, <laughs> paying attention to what I I, I have my sound muted, so it shouldn't affect the podcast. No. It's not affecting the podcast. Let me just not. It's just, let me just. It's not just look. I'm blinking a lot. I I I I had like three hours of sleep. Mm. So if I fall asleep and you hear snoring, you have to stop me. Yeah. Okay. You need to pace yourself more. <laughs> I know. I well, the things I go hardcore on the weekend, right? So that's the problem. Yeah. So what I've decided is I'm gonna do co-op bot battles in Population One. Usually, I end up with, well, other adults, although uh, yesterday I ended up with some kid that kept saying, Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. What the heck does that mean? I have no idea. I have no idea. Whopper. I mean, we were playing with a guy whose name was Whoop, and I don't know if that was what he was saying. But, um, yeah, so... Yeah. Maybe he wanted to go to Burger King. I don't know. And it's... Somebody posted a meme where they showed somebody in the 1960s were saying, you kids, get off my yard. And then yeah. 2007, it's, you kids, get off my server. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's know. funny. Yeah, so... Uh, so, of course, mostly I've been playing 
Zenith. And Zenith had a... It was supposed to be a small patch. It's called patch 1.2.2. And it's actually, in, in my head, it's actually pretty big because... It added new pets. It added a whole new... Um, so, have you have you seen the new thing in War, World of Warcraft where there are... Um, what do you call it? There are things you can do... How do you get to it? Um, Buying thing? There are levels of quests. There's a new leveling thing. Oh, I don't even know how. Oh, the traveler log. Is that it? Yes. The traveler log. Or adventures guide. I'm sorry. Travelers activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get travel, you get points. So in, I don't know who copied who, but in Zenith, it's called the agent rank. Well, they came out with a new um, a new holiday called the Skyward. Uh, it's it's called the Skyward Quest. So now you have things. There's a new boss that you can play. You can play against with um, other people. It's in Fractal Valley. You can also there's new pets to capture. There's a new, there's a MR wings, which is a nice blue, big blue, I call it a butterfly. And then there's a mechanical pet that you can get as well. And um, this is, I, and there's new uh, recipes. So they, there are certain quests that are linked to recipes. And of course, when you want to do hardcore raiding, there are certain, just like you need certain buffs in World of Warcraft, there's certain foods that you want to be able to make. So I've been running around doing those, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, the boss is a little bit harder than the other boss, but it's still fun. And um, one of the things I've been doing with um, with uh, Zenith, when I stream, I change my screen, and if you look on the show notes, you'll see I added um, a little note that says what tune I'm playing, what's the date and the time, just to help me um, keep track when I download stuff, and also to let people know which character I'm playing, because... Uh, I've been doing a lot of the Blade Master, and I like the Blade Master because I'm doing exercises, I'm hitting, I'm doing physical things, and that gives me a lot of exercise. But the Essence Mage is really good as well. They made an announcement that pretty soon 1.3 is going to stop drop, and that's going to include um, the Cyber Ninja, which has a whole bunch of new features, including I think it uses a staff and stuff, and also um, house player housing, which I'm kind of excited Ooh. about. Yeah, so I have been, uh, I I have finally gotten my tunes to a point where I can do two dungeons, and um, I'm doing a new dungeon, which is Seething Crypt. And it's really fun and interesting. And I want to shout out to everybody who's helped me get through those the get through it the first time. 
Um, I've of course I've been doing Outlaw Grove, which is the first dungeon, because I'm trying to get my marks of ancient so I can upgrade my gear, and uh, it's kind of interesting because when I log in, you never know who. It's a two person dungeon, which is kind of exciting but weird too. I mean, can you imagine? Are there there aren't any two person dungeons in World of Warcraft, are there? No. No. Um, no. Yeah. So there is no two player content. Well, the um, remember those scenarios in um, Mr. Panda Pandaria? Yes. There are three. Those are three. three? Okay. Okay. So islands are three players as well. Or well, you can one, two, three. Uh, One of the things I did last uh, a couple of days ago was I was in, I was on the Radiant Coast, which is where the pirates are. And I ran into someone and it's always interesting when you run into people. And uh, they were asking me about something. I forgot exactly what they asked, but I wanted to see if they had opened their agent rank. And they hadn't. And when they did, they realized they had achieve, had all these achievements that they could click on. And they went from like level 26 to 31. And, and they were very, very um, grateful that I, I, sure. yeah, I showed them how to do that. Let's see. What else have I been doing? Um, oh, on my stream, I finally figured out the right settings to turn off the mouse, <laughs> the cursor, because the cursor would be in the screen when I went back and looked at my video. And I'm like, oh, my God, I f- why, why didn't I, you know, because I usually try to move the cursor over to the side when I'm streaming. Uh, and I figured out the setting for that. So I am. Cooking with gas. Yeah. So Zenith, population one. I did try an interesting shooting game and um, because I had uh, ordered the gun stock, there's, I should have had it with me, but it's over there. The gun stock that you can put on your controller to make, oh, that's cool. Yeah, to make it feel like a gun. It has, it has some weights in it and it feels really good. And all of a sudden, I was back in... Um, Zoinks, which was an arcade in... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was doing... I felt like I was playing... Um, um, what is it? House of Dead. So it was very realistic, and I'm really... I'm looking forward to playing that. The only problem is, if you see, I have this cover. So if I go to play it, I have to take everything off, put the uh... stock on. So I'm thinking... Maybe I might just use it on a different headset. I also got, and this is really silly, but I got a stock that mimics a golf club (laughs) so that I can play the golf games and use, because normally with the golf games, you're doing this, but I can um, actually have a weighted golf stick on it, so... I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. So I'm having fun. I'm, I'm still playing Population 1. I'm still playing 
Uh, I'm playing a lot of Zenith, though, because that is so much fun. And the exercise is really good. And I'm starting to understand more about the dungeon and about the gear and um, just a lot of stuff. And it's, it's, it's exercise. In fact, because I am constantly using, I'm, I do Blade Master on my, uh, on, uh, I do my Blade Master tunes and there's the DPS Blade Master, there's the Tank Blade Master and the Healer Blade Master. So I do them. Really? Yes. And and because I do them until I get my 10,000 steps in, and then I go over to my Essence Mage. Um. Because when I originally first started playing Zenith, I thought Essence Mage, Caster, ooh, that's more like a, you know what I'm used to, um, uh, yep, yep. Warlock and everything. But the essence mage is just like pulling out and pew 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 pew. So I'm not really using my arms as much, and I'm not getting the exercise I want. But the blade master really does give you a lot of exercise. And um, I guess that's oh, and the other the other thing I want to mention is I'm still doing the Perry Mason podcast with my sister and that's coming along very well and it's a lot of fun. Oh excellent. Very nice. Yeah. Well you episode four now? E- episode six, actually. Six already. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing one a week and it's really fun and interesting. And it's a good bonding time with my big sister. So Oh sure. Yeah. Is it the original Perry Mason or the new the original. I'm sorry, but I can't. I have not watched the new one, and I can't get into it. I, I'm such. Yeah. I'm such a um, purist with Perry Mason that I. I don't even like the movies. You know, further on when they did the movies because. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, him and Della look so old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With Willie Moses was in them. Um. Yes, and the William, kid that. Yeah, William Cat, who was actually yeah, oh right, 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 who was actually Dallas' yeah, yeah, yeah. real life son, but played Paul J- oh, no. Drake Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. They played like detectives or something. Yeah, he yeah he he was the private detective. Yep. All right, the yeah. private eye. So yeah, that's been my week. I'm having a blast. I'm looking forward to the updates, and I'm looking forward to doing some more of the um, world boss. The, the new Fallen Skyward um, World Boss event in Zenith. I find it very, very easy to be true. I... I'm on a Schoenstein forest of Suhaus and I'm so How's your week in gaming been? My week in gaming has been, um, yeah, I've been focusing on my on my Riera, which mm. is a, a um, honey girl in this case. Um, you can you can see the uh, the screenshot of her in in the. In the show notes, I just 
today finished her initial um, glam. So this is for all the healer jobs. And I, this is, it's the first time that I like went to the market board to buy the glam mm. because it's a crafted set. And uh, I couldn't make it myself because the mats that you need for it are tied to a feature in the game that is called treasure maps that I started doing the day before yesterday for the first time ever. It's basically when you gather in the game, you have a chance to, regardless of if it's uh, herbalism or mining or fishing, you have the chance to um, gather a treasure map that you can then uh, decode and then it will show you a small section of a world map or of a zone map and you have to determine by the topography or by the uh, uh, main characteristics of the area that is uh, shown on the on the uh, treasure map where in the zone it is it will show it it will tell you this is in say lower Lenosha or in uh, southern Thanaland or whatnot it would tell you that but anything else you will have to figure out yourself and then you have to go there and then again activate the map and it will activate a boss and then you will have to kill that and then if you uh, either you get a a uh, treasure chest or with the higher treasure maps you will if you are lucky uh you will get a portal into a special treasure map dungeon. And what that, how that works is basically you go into the treasure map dungeon if the portal pops. And then, as far as I understand, as far as I've seen it so far, you have a kind of a roulette wheel and you activate that up to five times. And there are duds, and there are prizes, meaning no, meaning uh, you can get kicked out if you if it uh, lands on on on, on the dud uh, uh, button or whatnot. And there is a lesser summon, a normal summon, and a higher summon, big summon, whatever. Those are like two or three uh, levels of mobs that you then have to fight. And after you successfully defeat those mobs, mm. 
there's a chance that a um, a treasure chest will show up, and in those treasure chests there can be those rare uh, items that you is that you need to, among other things, craft this this gear that I'm wearing on my bunny girl. Uh, so. I don't have that stuff, and it's way more expensive than it's worth um, as a crafted item. So I went and spent about 300,000 gil on the three items. Um, I was lucky to get one of the pieces for, I think, 78,000 when it normally didn't, I didn't find it below 200,000. So that was really a, a, a good, a good price. And then I took uh, advantage of my, my golden feathers and uh, converted one of them into five pots of uh, pure white dye to then die. That's, that's the, the expensive one, isn't it? That's the really expensive stuff, yeah. Yeah. And if you have the 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 golden feathers from the from the uh, referral friend um program, you can get five dies, whatever die you want. Um in exchange for one feather, um, I a couple of days ago I sold two pots of the tradable pure white dye for just under three hundred thousand a wow. pot. Wow, a pot! Wow. Yep. So, and that, so is and, that stuff you bought with your um, your currency for a recruiter friend, or how did you acquire those pots? Um, the pots that you buy with the feathers are untradeable. Okay. Because that would be too easy. Right. Obviously. The ones that I got that I could trade, I got from the ven from the venture uh boxes. Those oh, I are see. the those are the ones that you get from your retainers. Right. When you when you send them out on missions, on venture missions. They have right. a chance to bring back those venture chests, and those only have two. Either you get normal gear right away mm. as loot from from their missions, from their ventures, or you get the box, right. the venture box, and then in those boxes, usually there is any type of uh, die in them. Um, well, of the the or in in very rare cases, you can get um, retainer fantasia. Not the normal fantasia you buy on the on, on the online store that is for your character that you have to pay real money for, mm. but a retainer fantasia, so you can change your your retainers. Uh, 
appearance, like right. com complete overhaul. Okay. So to speak, those are kind of worthless because no one really, at least I, I, I wouldn't want to change my my retainer uh, un unless there's something really, really uh, important that I want to change. But normally, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see the purpose in those. I mean, it's good that that they're there if 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 people want them, sure. But uh, but those I, those um, those pots you acquired that you're selling now, mm -hmm. how much? of an investment was it to, to get your hands on them to sell them? Well, it depends. It completely depends because it's double, it's double RNG. Okay. I, I have on, on, uh, I have seven retainers at the moment. Right. And five of them cost real money per month. So it's basically an expansion of my, of my, uh, sub. Right. Um, you, you 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 invest currency to save yourself farming all the dungeons and whatnot. No, so they're your no, retainers it's just, go. No, it's just my retainers are my bank. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and 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 they they basically support my 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 currency. Is it okay I, if we talk about my little side project there? Sure. As a as a parenthesis, Grand Niggas helped me to make an alt. And by alt, I mean a second account. So my idea of going into it was to make an alt who looks identical to my big account. But the alt's not going to go beyond uh, the first expansion. There's no, there's no reason for them to go anywhere because they're just there to hold stuff. Grand Niggas explained to me, you can't mail stuff to your alts. However, you can mail to your alt. You just can't mail it to yourself. You can't mail it to yourself. However, you can have your little bank guy stand there and you trade stuff to him. Mm -hmm. And I've done this in Diablo 2. I've done this in Diablo 1. I buy two copies of the game and I have a mule. It's now, muling, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's muling. It it's it's yep. it's an old, old, old concept where you hold on to everything you've ever collected, the chip gems, the chip everything, yep. the the stuff that's nearly worthless because you don't know. You might have a profession later on that you want to develop, and you don't want to go to the auction house and spend all your gold, so or your gill in this case. So mm -hmm. for me. That second account costs me nothing virtually because I don't want to fill my bags and then have to decide without knowing what it's worth, what something's worth. If I need to know what it's worth, I just trade to Grand Niggas and I say, give me a cut. That's how I look at it. I have no idea how things are, what, what things are worth, but if something's worth a lot of gold or a lot of gill, like those pots, I want to be have a professional opinion from the Ferengi Commerce Authority. Right. Hey, this thing that you have, like I was in a dungeon in World of Warcraft one time, and a focusing lens dropped with the garrison. We mm -hmm. we were fighting these mobs, and 
this thing dropped for Grand Negus. They go, oh my God, it dropped. And Grand Negus is like, so it's a white item. The white item is worth like thousands and thousands of gold because it only drops during garrison invasions. And it's a low chance drop. Mm-hmm. So it, when it dropped for Grand Negus, I go, oh. You got one of the parts to the construct, which sit in your trading post, which becomes yep. their auction house in the trading post. I was like, oh my, I've never seen it drop. I didn't even know it was dropping there. But I knew it's because I bought several of those and I would sell them for more because I people don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. They just don't know the value of it. It just looks like a white item. So if I loot something in the game, I could go to Grand Negus and mouse over my screen and say, is there anything in my bags that's worth anything? Right. And with one glance, he can say, you know, like a a jewel crafter looking at the diamond in the rough, this is actually worth something. Mm -hmm. Whereas me, a noob in in, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, I I really want to play a weekend with Grand Negus to be taught the value of stuff. We should we should do something one day, one day where we stream all three of us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us some pointers. Yeah, we can do that. No, the 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 pots. I mean, if you if you look on the online store, you buy ten pots. Oh, let me just see. You can buy ten pots per. Oh, where are we? Dice. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one pot costs 70 cents. What? Okay, okay, so it's a dollar value. About, yeah. Okay. And 10 pots costs 525. I, I don't know how many, how, how much it is on the, like, I, I can, no, I cannot look at the, at the US. Currency, but I would guess about seven seven fifty. Uh, so that so so I used to do that in uh, Diablo three. Is I would find something that was worth less than five dollars, and then the game would be worth ten million gold, and I would bid on it with real money, and then I would turn around and sell it for gold because I wanted the gold. Until yeah. I actually figured out that you could buy 30 million gold for six bucks. And I thought it's pointless for me to do all this stuff because I can just buy the gold. Mm. Yeah, no. And then uh, again, if you, if you have the, the, the golden feathers and remember once you uh, recruited a friend any tune you create will receive the feathers. Yes, yes, yes. Any tune. So that means that if I now wanted to, and this is, the, I explained this once once before. This is only does only work for non-bound items so they have to be tradable if i want to die something 
with with either the pure white or the jet black, which are are, are the two expensive dyes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then the way I would do it is I would always have a character, a level one character, newly created with yeah. a full set of, of of feathers. And then we'll always have like five or ten pots of each uh, die available in their in their inventory. And then I would ask Construx or whomever I would trust to hold on to or yeah. help me mule to use the term again. Yeah. Uh, that that item from my main character to the level one character that has the 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 die, then that character would die the item the in the appropriate color and then it would be mewed back right so i would never have to dye my own gear that is unbound with bought expensive uh dyes so but again that that uh is that that only works if you if you ever recruited someone uh in the in, in the game so and another thing you explained to me is you can copy the appearance of a character to a second account by just copying the file yep so that's something i was unaware of and they showed me where the file is contained in the folder and you just take that whole appearance, cut and paste. So when you create a new character, you have all your slider. You can change the height, or you can change some of the features, or you can keep it exactly the same. So if your mule looks like your exact duplicate. The only thing you can't duplicate is the name. You have to change something about the name, like yep. one letter or whatnot. Okay, exactly. You cannot. Obviously, you cannot have the 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 name be the same. But there is uh, in the same folder as the um, as the screenshots folder. There is the or, or like in the in in the games folder. Uh, there is the or there is a set uh, set of of dat files dot dat, uh, and those are the the saved appearances if you choose once you once you create a character or in the process of creating a character that let's put it that way you get the option of save to save the appearance uh, as a backup so to speak yes and if you choose to do that then it'll it's going to be Put in the one of those dat files, and then you can just take that and uh, copy any of those or all of them to your second, third, fourth account to have them available for for uh, another character or for a retainer. Yes. So 
because the retainers draw from the same dat files if you just want to make the creation of a retainer super fast you can just choose the preset which it essentially is of your character creation from your regular characters and hit yes okay because all the all the birthday or name day in this case as it is called in in final fantasy and the allegiance the 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 uh worship with with the 12 go uh, gods that's all uh not part of the creation of one of your retainers so it just goes by the wayside so uh you just click yes and then if you proceed to to check out, so to speak, where you go back to the retainer recruitment and then choose the the behavioral uh, stuff and all that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but back to the back to the uh, glam. As I said, if you look in the show notes, you can see her uh, in the in the glam. Uh, it's the uh, it, it's it's one of the really really nice um i find uh dresses i was debating whether i wanted to to buy another set that i have on my on my Mikote. uh but since this would be the third character and i uh don't play her that often to justify just shy of 30 bucks. That is a little too, yeah. too steep in, in my opinion. So a little bit pricey. Yeah. yeah so uh yeah, so 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 this I thought is 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 a good alternative. And uh She's eventually going to get the same anima weapon that that the other two have, but uh, with regards to the um, to the glam, this is what I've chosen. And the nice thing is, this is a level one set, so any new job that I start. I can immediately use this this glamour plate if I want to and put it on there regardless of what they are wearing. So that's another reason why I've chosen this is because again uh, I don't have to wait for any uh thresh uh, level threshold and I don't have to take into account what type of job they have. So if it's a magic type uh, job or if it's a war type job, which is like a caster or melee. So they can all wear this, this, this glam. So this is, uh, this is really, those were my reasons. Uh, for, for for choosing this white, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm probably going to to keep 
or oh, I, I am going to keep it white in the glamour dresser. And if I want to use a different color, I'm just going to keep a a batch of cheap uh that's usually I keep a uh Dalamut red, which is a, a fairly dark red uh in my in my inventory. Uh, and soot black, which is like the, the second darkest black. Uh, because they are cheap to make and cheap to buy if you don't want to make them, but you can you can craft them yourself. So and you you just need to be level 30 uh, on any crafter job. Uh, and you can make dyes. It doesn't matter. It's not that you need to have to be a specific, uh, have a specific crafted job to to make dyes. It doesn't matter. You can make dyes as a culinarian. So that's that's technically not accurate, obviously, but but it's 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 nice that they've made that that uh, that. Uh, was it called that they've made it that way? Yeah, that's so, an option. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have for people that don't know and would like to know uh, about the and contracts hinted at, at that already. I've made a little guide uh, in the form of screenshots. Uh, yes. uh, to the retrievement of the uh, awards or the the stuff that you can get from the gold feathers or the recruit a friend campaign. So in in this case, I've chosen to go with the with the vendor in Limsa Lumensa. Um, he is located in. Uh, or or at the uh, Acer Shard. Uh, let me just see where where is where is he located? Hmm. He located in the I think Aft Castle, if I remember correctly. I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, the Aft Castle. Um, so, and then you run up to the empty platform, the empty, where all the, the events happen. Um, and there you have the Calamity Salvager together with two others. He's the cent central one, um, of the three. If you run up the, the, the ramp, is off to the right-hand side of the of the circular uh, platform. There, um, I've marked the, the vendor uh, in in green there, and then you can see uh, once you click on him, I've circled the respective choices you have to pick. First one is deal in spoils. 
uh, once you open that, the next one is Gold Chocobo Feather Exchange. And the third then is the desired um, inter uh, interaction window where you can pick what you can buy from uh, with the uh, feathers. Um, the three at the bottom are mounts. Oh, no. If you want to buy one of the mounts and you have the 15 feathers, I would always suggest the Twintania Neuralink key. It's, in my opinion, the, the, the most worth it, the prettiest one. It's a dragon mount. It really looks awesome. Um, and again, with the with the other items, uh, the pure white dye, the jet black dye, uh, are in my opinion the only ones worth it. Uh, if you, for some reason, have to have one of the others, so be it. But. Uh, I would always buy them on the on the market board because it, it's they always way cheaper than the uh, the worth of the, the the gold feather in my opinion. Um, so a couple of uh, uh, achievements that I got uh, with regards to my. My bunny girl, as I said, uh, said earlier that uh, she is she is the or uh, in this case I made it for her for her healing outfit for the astrologian. Uh, over the last two days, I got her from thirty six to fifty. Now I just just this evening got her to fifty. Oh, cool. um, Congrats. Hmm, yes. Thank you. The, Good job. Thank you. In the process, I obviously I got uh, both achievements for fifty and uh, for fifty uh, for 40, forty and fifty, and uh, then I got uh, those are called starstruck. Uh, uh, you get number two and number three for 40 and 50 um starstruck one is the creation i think after you created the the uh or unlocked the job uh you get the starstruck one which starts at 30 because it's a expansion job that doesn't have a class at the beginning so and then um once you get to level 50 and you complete the uh level 50 um job quest you get the stars in our faults is uh, not number one is the uh 
big achievement you get, and then you get number two, three, four, you get four, uh, 60 and 70, sorry, and two and three, uh, because the, the last job quests uh, are, they're finished at 70. Um, so, and then she already, she was, is it, was it her? No, I don't think so, no. Uh, let me see. I got on one of my other characters. No, she had only, she only has 77 uh, player commendations. Um, um, on one of my other tunes, I got uh, Leaving a Good Impression, number four, which is Receive 300 Player Commendations. And I got as a reward, you get a barding for or, or a, a for your uh, for your chocobo. In this case, it's a, a crown for the head of uh, to wear of, of of your of your chocobo, and that's the only piece. Barding set usually contains three pieces for the head, the chest, and the legs. Um, in this case, it's only the crown. But uh, similar awards for your character uh, are head pieces as well, so it makes sense that it's a crown. Right. Right. Um, I have uh, a couple of crowns myself on on my on my other on, on my Mikotes. Um, I got another uh, headpiece for my for my character um, when I started do, uh, doing uh, PvP. Um, on one of them, I got a whole slew of of uh, achievements. I think six or seven. It was like insane. It like popped one, two, three, four. They popped up um, one after the other. And since the uh, limit of recent of the recent tab, much like you have the same kind of recent. A tab in the uh, wow achievement window where you can see the last uh, three or five achievements that you got. Um, here it's five, and I only could see um, the five, and I think I, I dug up one more. Um, but I think one one got away. But oh wow! Anyway, so yeah, so I mm, I, I got uh, um I won my uh, the first time I went into a PvP uh, uh, battleground with that character. I can't remember which one it was. Um, 
I I think it was my my uh, my Lala fan, my my little. Um, um, I uh, won that match. It was the big seventy-two man three versus three. Um, versus three uh, no no one versus one whatever three man three three way uh um battle uh called uh, front lines where you have three 24 man groups fighting it out um so that yeah that work sounds confusing huh? oh it's easy it, it's easy. It is first, second, and third place, basically. It's it's basically um, Alturac Valley. No, no, it's not Alturac Valley. It, it it's uh, what's the other one? Arathi Basin. Arathi Basin no. yeah. only with three uh, with three factions with three three teams. Uh, yeah, with three part. Yeah, with three teams. So uh, each each team contains. 24 uh, 24 uh players right uh in three groups so um yeah and uh yeah um first first time i went in there with that character and i won the first one right away so that gave me front and center one because of front line and then I got uh because my my uh, grand company uh, uh the grand company is basically my my um my city um company that I'm al uh, allied to um uh, I uh, the maelstrom in this case from Linsa Lominsa um I got cutting your wolf loose, uh, which is uh, Maelstrom two. In this case, Maelstrom one is I think PvP rank five. With one victory, I gained ten ranks, wow. ten PvP ranks. That's how much a victory is worth in the first in the first bit because uh, the amount needed to to uh, Gain a level is so low. Um, and then uh, between a rock and a hard place, uh, where the grand companies uh, uh, guide any of the three grand companies to victory on Seal Rock, which is the name of the of that specific front line. Um, that's where I got the, the, the helmet. In this case, the my personal headpiece. Um, um, the line, a line, and the storm. Uh, males guide the maelstrom to a frontline victory. Um, and here's oh. Uh, and then <laughs> this is the one that I like the most. Walk the line one. For obvious reasons. 
participate in the frontline campaign. Walk the line is so perfect for me, but okay, right. anyway. It is. Walk the line. <laughs> I walk the line. <laughs> um, and then uh, those were the, the PVP achievements. And then there is, uh, I talked about the, um, the treasure chest earlier. And for the first treasure chest, or for the first uh, treasure map, sorry, treasure map uh, completion, uh, I got uh, uh, an, an achievement as well. Um, and then the last one I just got before we started streaming and the last thing that I have to talk about uh, or, or just mention is in the gold saucer which is the um, the casino there is this uh, mini game event square it's called and there are quite a few uh, games mini games and one of them they're all called gates I don't know what 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 the uh, what that stands for uh, but uh, in this case it was a jumping puzzle uh, where you had to like do the jumping puzzle to the top of the hill uh, and the, the parkour was 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 uh, obstructed by exploding bombs so you had to like time it right to like with the jumping and not being knocked back by the exploding bombs. It took me quite a few tries, like five or six, but eventually I got up and collected my 3,000, I think, gill for the first uh, gate completed. And I believe that was it. Yes, that was my week. Awesome. All right. So we want to give a shout out to Zaladin Zandalin, who uh, dinged 45 and 50 this week. Good job. Um, way to go. And uh, I think, Yay, congrats. Yeah, I think that's about it we got for this week. Thanks, Curly, for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And thanks as, as always for having me. And um, yeah, we'll be back next. Curly, Sunday. it's always a pleasure to have you. Yes. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We get excited whenever we see you say. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's the same as having a Kyle. Right. Uh, hopefully next yeah. week my leg will be fixed. So. Yeah. And uh, oh, my uh, April car, my uh, iron, my working man tune, ding ten. So now I can go register. Oh, congrats! Yeah. I um, I wanted to mention that uh, I don't think I'm going to have any characters left on Control Out Wild Guild and Pagel. They're all going to move over to um, Blind Fried Tavern. There's just it's just such a like a good group and fun to be with. Oh, okay, that's fine. 
but we'll, we'll, we'll always be here for you. <laughs> uh, I'm an alliance. You know, it is what it is. It is, yes. All right. Well, thanks, chat room. Thanks for putting up with our little technical difficulties. And uh, we'll see you next week. This is a brilliant yep. for the Horde and for virtual reality and Zenith. This constructs for those cursed professions and classic and, of course, the big love rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations again. Yeah. And this is Curly for the... For Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pink Van Negus. Rule of acquisition number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Good night. Thanks, chat room. Bye, everyone. And thank you, chat room. Thank you, chat room. Yes. So weird. You get learned to ride at level 10. <laughs> <laughs> we are off Wait. the air in three, two, one. All right. Good job. Beans. Good job, everybody. Good, good pod. Good everything. Thanks again. Good night. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for all your hard work, Constracts. We really appreciate it. Right. You know Jesus what? I, I do it for fa for my family. I might as well do it for the podcast. It's uh, It comes naturally. I've been playing on a computer since I was 10. I love helping people. Awesome. Well, let me put this out. I'm going to go to work now. i got to take my dog out first, and then I'm going to edit Catch you later, guys. Right. Good night. Good night. Have a good night. Good night.